The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to Email Newsletter Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're going to talk about everything that you need to know about positioning, creating, growing, and monetizing a marketing newsletter. With us today is Itai Paz, who is the founder and CEO of the Morning Dough Newsletter, which is an email that makes online marketing news clear, actionable, and enjoyable, and you can consume it in five minutes or less. I am a subscriber to The Morning Dough. It is part of my morning routine. I highly recommend following this newsletter. Great source of news for you marketers. So far this week, Itai and I have talked about how to build a newsletter marketing stack. It's relatively simple. You need an ability to send people a newsletter, use an email service provider. The trick is actually creating value in your content. That's what we talked about yesterday, Itai's content curation strategies. Once you've got your product nailed and you have the ability to send your content out to your subscribers, now it's time to focus on actually growing your newsletter base. So today we're going to talk about Itai's secrets to growing newsletter subscribers. All right, here's the third part of my conversation with Itai Paz, founder and CEO of the Morning Dough Newsletter. Itai, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Thank you, Benjamin, and thank you for having me here. Of course. Happy hump day. Excited to be halfway through the week and talking about building email newsletters. You ready to get going? Let's roll. All right, let's do this. So yesterday we talked about what makes a good newsletter. And specifically, I was picking your brain. If we're going to do a MarTech link roundup, how does that work? How do we go and find the content, figure out what we should say, how much content? Let's say we nail it. We're going to just straight up copy the morning dough. You're going to get 20 links every morning about what is the most relevant stuff for the MarTech industry. Sounds wonderful. How do we actually get people to subscribe to the newsletter? Okay, so we have everything ready, the newsletter, the technical things. We have a squeeze page or the registration subscribing page. Now we need to get the traffic or the subscribers. So when we look at that, I always split it to two paths. One is the paid one, and the second is the free. Now, don't get me wrong. When people think about free, they think it's free. Nothing's free. Nothing is free. <laughs> Even when we're talking about SEO, and we'll mention it later, I actually put it on the paid side. You can do SEO for free, right? You can do it by yourself. It's still time. It costs you money in some ways. So nothing is free. But there are like few great techniques to build your subscriber list. And we got to over 15,000 subscribers 
in three and a half months just by implementing free activities. Pretty good, right? That's not bad. I would love to have that many subscribers for the MarTech podcast. So let's chase the free stuff first. Talk to me about the strategies for getting people to subscribe to your newsletter without having to pay for them. So we'll start from scratch. Like you're starting, the first subscribers should come from your colleagues, relevant people that you're in connection. And I call it friends slash family. Your network. Your personal network. Absolutely. You need to utilize it. Some people say, how can it be? And why does it make sense? And I always say, think about someone opening a store, like a physical store, maybe not in these days, but opening a store. And let's say it's a whatever, fashion store for clothing and stuff like that. And there's the day of the launch, the day you open the doors. Who are you inviting to come and see the store and possibly buy something? Obviously, these are your friends and colleagues and neighbors and family, right? Mom is the first email you should be sending. Exactly. So these are the people that you want first to be in your list. And it's very easy. Most of them will never say no. They'll be happy to be in your list. They won't complain. They'll be very happy and they will be good subscribers of yours. Obviously, I wouldn't put my grandmother unless you really want, but I just mean like put relevant people, obviously, on the list. That actually brings up a question because... We use the MarTech podcast as an example, and I'll use my mom as the other example. My mom doesn't give an S about MarTech. She doesn't even know what MarTech is, and I've been doing this podcast for two and a half years. It's that thing that I do that hopefully brings in enough money to feed the family. Not everybody that's in your personal network is going to be relevant if you're doing a professional newsletter. How how do you filter out whether it's personal or professional? You just know it. When you start putting the initial Rolodex, you just decide who is relevant or not. And sometimes, you know what? Let's say you put your mother or your sister, they can always click on a simple link that says opt out and just leave the list. So if they feel it's not relevant to them, they can do it. It's automatically it's part of the infrastructure you built. Don't be upset when your mom unsubscribes from your newsletter. <laughs> exactly. She doesn't understand what's happening. She doesn't listen to your podcast and you need to let that go. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> mom, I love you even though you're not listening. <laughs> That's the first year. The second thing that we utilized a lot, it was social media. Okay. Social media is actually the second biggest source for us for subscribers. And the way we do it is two ways. One, we publish every day, every piece of personal the newsletter. We put all the bullet points. We give you, well, at least the summer, we give you like seven to eight of the top bullet points of the newsletter. We have a video. We publish it on YouTube. We publish it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. It's the same content anyway. You could have duplicate content in that sense. It's not SEO. You just publish it through the social media. It's very powerful. And we see traffic coming from there and subscribers every day. So when you talk about publishing on social media, are you just saying, hey, we not launched a newsletter, here's a copy of the first 100 characters or essentially the summary of the newsletter? Are you tagging the individual companies that you're writing about? How are you actually generating visibility and subscribers from social media? We actually don't tag anyone. Funny enough, we don't do that. We should maybe. But what we do is the newsletter itself is basically it's the morning dough. We put the date, we give you the title, what it's all about, and then we give you in today's issue, you can find this, like I said, eight, seven, ten bullets, and then we give you the links into the morning dough. And it's either a video or a photo. If the content is on the morning dough, some of the content we actually put on the morning dough, we have contributors, people that give us content, so we actually publish that as well on the morning dough. But in general, it's just clean, simple posts. We don't tag anyone. 
All right, so you're creating your own social profiles, and the truth is, if you continue to publish on social media, eventually the followers will come. Absolutely. And we also use social media in what we call guerrilla marketing. So everyone has friends on Facebook, connections on LinkedIn, etc., and we actually message them over time, not in one shot because you'll be shut down right away. We message them directly and offer them as a colleague, as a friend, to join the Morning Doe and provide them with a link. And we found it's very effective to do that. So let's say we're connected on LinkedIn. Hey, Benjamin, how are you? And, you know, just engage a quick conversation. Tell her, listen, we have a great newsletter. You know, it's the Morning Doe. We curate information, two minutes or less. You know, here's the link to subscribe, and I'll be happy if you join to be on my personal list of the newsletter. And people say, thank you very much. Most people say, thank you very much, love it, and just go and register. Okay, so you're, again, reaching out to your personal network. In this case, you've got a built-in network in social media, so you are essentially doing the same thing you're doing with emails to build your subscribers. You're doing it in social. You're posting on social. What else is helping you drive newsletter subscriptions? Cross-promotions. You find other emails in the industry that are similar to yours in terms of the verticals, or it doesn't even need to be newsletters. It could be just people in the industry that have the value that can actually promote you. So let's say it's someone that just have a YouTube channel about digital marketing for us. So he can go and do a video and shout out to his, I don't know, 10,000 channel subscribers and tell them about the morning dough that he recommends. And we can, in the morning dough, we can mention his channel. So we're basically cross-promoting each other, sending traffic to each other, sending subscribers. It's completely free and you get good quality people because it comes from recommendations. So it's really powerful. One of the biggest things that we learned about growing a podcast, and this is something that we kind of stumbled into last year, was the people that you are having as your guests end up being a very powerful marketing channel. You know, Itai, when we're done publishing this content, my guess is you'll probably go on to LinkedIn and say, hey, I did a podcast and you share it with your network. That serves as a very important marketing channel for us in this podcast. Our speakers, our guests end up being our marketing channel. Now, when you're talking about a newsletter, you have the opportunity to have the people that you're talking about in the newsletter also be an advocate and share the content. So you're essentially creating outreach programs for your personal network, whether it's personal or social. You're working with other people that are in the industry, developing some partnerships. Are there any other ways that you're generating email newsletter subscribers without actually having to pay for media? First of all, take all the resources you have and just use it. So just a couple more that sometimes people don't know or don't think about is employees. If it's a small or big companies or businesses, you can have the employees part of it and clients. This is probably the most important thing than everything else that we discuss is your clients because they already trust you and love you. So they will be happy to be your subscribers and read your content. It's really, really powerful and it's completely free, right? Clients, employees, you can get them. And you mentioned about podcasts that you get guests notify and spread it through their community and their contacts. And we utilize the same thing when we do it here. We can actually have a video conversation with someone Put it on the morning dough. Okay, I can have a webinar or interview or just a guest post. Put it on the morning dough. And then our guest or the person we interviewed or the person who wrote the article is actually saying, hey, guys, I was interviewed in the morning dough. Here's the link or here's my latest article I published on the morning dough and send the link to the morning dough website and people actually go watch, read and subscribe. Totally free. 
So there's the flip side of the coin here where, look, there is no silver bullet for getting email subscribers without having to pay for media. It just requires a lot of work. You're going to reach out to everybody you know. You're going to be active on social. You're going to share your content with the people that you're talking about. And eventually that starts to build on itself. The flip side of the coin is actually paying for promotion. Time for a one minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Talk to me about what you're doing to pay to get people to subscribe. Is there ROI in paying for email newsletter subscribers? So there's definitely ROI, but you need to figure it out. So when we started the morning dough, and until this day, actually, we just started recently and explain, we decided to focus on the growth and the quality and building the model from A to Z before we start taking advertisers. So that means we didn't even focus about getting sales, getting sponsored, getting the money. So if we look at paid advertising, we can never know what's our ROI, right? Because we never actually got any income from the newsletter. So it's really hard for us. But knowing from looking, and I spoke to colleagues that have newsletters, and some of them are big businesses of newsletters, there is an ROI, but you need to know your numbers. You need to know the lifetime value. And usually you know it over 12 months, at least the lifetime value for 12 months of a subscriber or listener or whatever it is, is such and such. And then you know, if you know what's the value, then you can actually know how much you can actually pay per subscriber. And once you know that, you can actually run campaigns on Google, Facebook, you can run it anywhere. Usually it's Google, Facebook are like the most known ones, but there's so many other opportunities like solo ads. So remember earlier, we were talking about the free one. I'll email about someone and he'll promote me to his list or email. So we cross promoting. So solo ads, it's not cross promoting. You actually pay for someone to send his list and tell them, hey, here's my product or my newsletter. Go and register. By the way, it's super powerful. It could be a little bit more expensive, but it's super powerful. One of the things that I've focused on promoting the MarTech podcast is trying to find people who are already engaged in the medium. 
promoting podcasts on other podcasts seems to be the best way to grow a podcast. I know that might sound simplistic, but it makes sense that if you're looking for people that are going to subscribe to email newsletters, you might want to look for people that are already reading email newsletters. Absolutely. First of all, I do agree with you. For sure on the podcast, which is a different medium, email, everyone has an inbox, right? So it's easier, but I totally agree with you. You increase the chances of having subscribers when you get someone that is already reading emails or promo emails or newsletters or stuff like that. Absolutely. So what are some of the other paid channels that you recommend outside of buying media or dedicated emails to similar lists? So the next one is referral program. So referral program is basically you utilize your audience and you ask them to refer other subscribers. And in return, you have like what we call a gift scheme. So you have like, if you refer three subscribers, you get a certain gift. The more subscribers you refer to the newsletter, the greater the reward. So it could be starting from a keychain and go all the way to a fly to somewhere. And many newsletters are utilizing it and using it. It sounds like a gimmick to me. Hey, if you share this newsletter and you do it a hundred times, we'll give you a flight to Bali. Well, yeah, but who are these people sharing their newsletter? Are they actually creating the type of value that you want? Obviously, you could get some people, but to get a flight, you need to bring a thousand subscribers. And in order to do that, you don't bring just your friends. It's usually doing more than that. But you don't just give a flight to Bali. You give a flight. Let's go to the Martech podcast offices for a day. Where will you meet us? We talk about the market. We show you what we're doing and you see behind the scenes. So it's something which is more brand play than just the gifts, but it's also depending who is your audience. So the biggest player in the industry that does that, that's actually the Morning Brew. But the Morning Brew is aiming for a different industry, which is the millennium, like the youngsters. The kids. Yeah. And they love the gifts. When we implemented it, the digital marketers, the MarTech people, employees, affiliates, marketing people, you know, they're not like, okay, so we get a keychain. We might get a flight to the Morning Doe headquarters in Israel. It's fun. Not in these days, but it's fun. We didn't see the percentage that was actually referring was maybe 5%. I didn't see that it's like huge. So we decided it's just an interfere to our focus. Let's put it aside. Maybe in the future, we'll put it back. But for now, it doesn't make sense still. It's depending on your audience, but it's definitely it's a valuable option. I'm assuming there's also technology you have to pay for to track who is sharing your content. Yeah, but this technology costs about $50, $60 per month. Not expensive. It's very easy to set up. Yet it's still, it's worth doing it only if it's relevant to your audience. And just because remember, you need to put it in the newsletter. So it's another piece of content inside your article. Every week we have the one with images and gifts and everything. We said, we don't need it there. It doesn't really make sense. Let's clean it out. But it's a valid option. So people need to know it could happen. Lastly, as I look at the paid option is the SEO. So search engine optimization. Most newsletters don't utilize it. I think we're, at least from the ones I know, we're the only one that actually do that. So talk to me about generating value out of SEO. It doesn't seem like this is necessarily something that is a paid channel. Why is SEO paid, not free? SEO is something you need to know. So either you need to go and learn how to do that right, or you need to hire someone to do it. Or if you do it yourself and you have the knowledge, it takes time, which is in a way it's like paid. So you can call it free, but I look at it as paid. It costs you time and money to do that. But I do want to relate to that in a different angle. So the thing is, 
when you have a newsletter that has 20 or 15 or whatever different topics, it's very difficult to optimize it because Google is looking at a page and he asks himself, what is this page all about, right? What's the topic of the page? But there's not one topic, right? There's multiple topics. It's a roundup. It's a tricky thing. And the way we tackle our SEO strategy comes from two ways. One is for the newsletter itself, we select one of the topics of the 15 or 20 bullet points. And this one, we give extra content. You don't see it in the newsletter, but in the version on the website, it has more content. Not a lot, but another few more lines or paragraphs, short ones, that gives you more information. That's for Google. It's relevant for one of the bullet points. And then we do all the optimization on that page. That's the best you can do with a newsletter. But what we actually did and doing is we added multiple pages within the website around the industry. So for example, one of the things, we have all the relevant conferences. So all the industry, the 360 or something, we, we place in there. We have our own digital marketing terms pages. So if you want to know what is a referral program, what is SEO, what is inbound marketing, we put it there. So we optimize and we give lots of information, which is an evergreen information. That's the power of what we do. We do evergreen information insights. So people that search business marketers looking for information to know, to understand more about the industry, we actually being able to get the traffic there through the search engines which is SEO free traffic, as we can call it. And then people read it and subscribe to the newsletter. Interesting. So you're calling SEO a paid channel because you're doing content production, things like definitions and industry roundups, job boards, whatever it is, that is industry evergreen content. So you're basically paying for content production outside of the newsletters to drive traffic and knowing that people that are looking for you know, the definition of digital marketing terms might want a daily digital marketing newsletter. Correct. Now you can do it yourself. You can write it and then you save the money, which is okay. By the way, we didn't start SEO the first time. We put the first three and a half months we spent only on the free strategies that I call, and then SEO started only in mid-October. In mid-October, Google sent us five new visitors per day from SEO, which is nothing. Better than four. Yes, absolutely. And today we're almost 500 visitors per day organically, only three and a half months later. Also better than four. <laughs> absolutely. In <laughs> SEO terms, we should expect usually results after eight to 12 months, not before that. But we're probably doing a good job in that, which is great. And that's why we see hundreds of people getting everyday new ones into the website. And we're starting to see people starting to subscribe and the list is growing organically. At the end of the day, when you think about growing your newsletter, you're doing your growth hacking, you're doing your outreach, you're building your social profiles, you're syndicating your content, maybe you're paying for content distribution, you're doing some SEO. It's not a silver bullet. You got to work at this. And whether you're paying other people to do it or whether you're doing the work yourself, building a newsletter is something that requires regular maintenance. That brings up the question of whether it's worth it or not. And we're going to talk about that tomorrow again on the MarTech Podcast. So that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Itai Paz, founder and CEO of The Morning Doe, for joining us. If you'd like to hear more of Itai and The Morning Doe's tips for running a successful email newsletter, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when Itai and I talk about newsletter monetization paths. 
If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Itai, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Paz. that's I-T-A-Y-P-A-Z, or you can visit his company's website, which is morningdough.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to our website, martechpod.com. We've got summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You can subscribe to our once a week newsletter. You can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.